The System Save Me podcast shares how business owners navigate their way to success through processes, systems, and routines. Your host, Jordan Gill, is behind the scenes of top business owners who travel the world while earning six and seven figures a year. There's a method to the madness. It's called systems. So let's get down to business. Welcome to episode number 64, where we're going to be talking all about repurposing your content like a pro. This is such a game changer for people, and I'm so, so, so excited for this business owner to share with you her tips and stuff. Again, I was taking notes while I was talking. Uh, She's so, so smart and bright and brilliant, so I'm very excited to share her with you. And if you have just started listening or started listening recently, I am coming off of um, a really big marketing event called the System Saved Me Summit. And if you want to go and check out what the heck that even is, uh, go over to systemsavemesummit.com and check out free access to some awesome, awesome implementation techniques for systems in your business. Now, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular, fantastic. Either way, we'd love it if you left us a review on iTunes as we love hearing from our listeners. And if you don't want to miss out on the next episodes, be sure to subscribe or go to systemsaveme.com for show notes and freebies. Now let's get ready to dive deep into repurposing. Hey guys, I'm so excited to share this guest with you. I actually have been creeping on her for a while and then we just had to get connected because I, I heard her on another podcast and was like, she's legit. Um, and so I'm excited to introduce you to Raina. How are you doing today? I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me. Yes. Thanks for coming on. So uh, go ahead and tell everyone a little bit about you and your business. Sure. So I'm Raina and I run Raina & Co., which is the life and business success coaching practice for creatives. Um, I serve people who are right-brained and heart-centered, and we also have a group called the Heart-Centered Biz Bosses. And it's a really cozy community. We ask a lot of reflective questions. You know, business, there's tons of Facebook communities out there, but we really pride ourselves on it being a, a really safe space for people to process and ask um, tough questions. So we love that. I'm also a co-host of the Creative Empire podcast. So yay, yay podcasters. <laughs> um, and we interview a lot of big um, creative entrepreneurs on our podcast. So lots of things going on. And I just love serving the creative community. Yes. Love it. Love it. And you can tell. Um, so we're going to get into the juicy details of something that's very magical sounding and it's called, uh, the verticals method. Mm -hmm. And, um, so go ahead and explain to us what that is. And then we'll kind of, you know, go talk about kind of what your business was like before you had that particular method. Yeah. So actually, can we go there first? Because I think it'll actually make more sense. Yeah. So back in the day, which was only like two years ago, when when I was starting my business, you know, and, and it was start picking, it was like starting to pick up in momentum and people were starting to see me. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And like the, I had my first podcast interview and, and then my second podcast interview. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh, how fun. Like somebody wants to like ask me to be part of their podcast and I'll just like go with the flow and talk about something that they wanted to talk to me about. And I didn't lead them to anything. I didn't have a strategy in place. Um, and so I finally decided that I realized that at some point there wasn't like an aha moment necessarily, but it was a culmination of a lot of different things. I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm 
spending a lot of time creating this content and I'm doing absolutely nothing with these people besides being seen by their audience. And, um, they were giving me, you know, these guests, I'm sorry, they're these people like you who graciously bring me onto their podcasts are giving me this platform and I'm doing nothing with it. And it was just such yeah. a waste. And if it's your first or second podcast episode interview, that's fine. But I think at a certain point, if you're going to continue to do it, what is your ROI? And so I decided that I needed to have something in place. Um, to be quite frank with you, we just set up this system that we're about to talk about, but it's been working really, really well. And I've actually tested it with a couple of my clients. So I know that these systems can work. Yep. Um, but basically it's the whole, the whole point of what is it that you want to be known for? And digging into like, what are the specific things under that umbrella that you are going to be known for? And so for me, it's like the heart centered, right, right brain, heart centered method for all the things that I do. But I have specific verticals underneath that, that encapsulate how I do that basically. And so I can teach people how to do certain things. And this, this could apply for anyone that has a creative business right. or any business really. Yeah. Um, so your overarching thing might be graphic design under that. You might be talking to, I don't know, people who need specific types of design work, people who want to learn about design work versus people who want, I don't know, something else in their business, right. That has right. to do with design and like different verticals, kind of like in a newspaper. I love that. So like there's like business and there's music or entertainment life. or whatever. Sports. And then life. Right. Exactly. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> Sports. <laughs> I don't know anything about that section, but whatever. So like there's different categories under that newspaper brand and you're really trying to like piece that out for yourself and then it makes up this bigger brand. Does that make sense? Yeah. I really liked that newspaper analogy. Mm -hmm. I was just like, boom, I understand it now. So that's, yeah. That's really good. And I didn't formalize this until just recently, probably like, I don't know, six months ago. And I really needed the white space and the clarity in order to get that to happen because I was doing a lot of content creation. I was doing a lot of these, yeah, take me, like I'll do presentations about this and I'll talk about this thing. And um, as Nikki Elledge Brown would call it, I was probably in my version of like business puberty and this like phase where it felt like the money is good, but I didn't have enough margin. Right. Yeah. And I was like, I need to create some space in order to think about what is it that I really, really want to be known for. Um, so yeah, we created this system and it's been working pretty darn well. So yeah. Yay. Well, go ahead and walk us through the steps. Tell us. Sure. What ABCs. Yep. So it's kind of like a grid and I have something to share with you, your audience, if you want to, yes, to use this, but, yeah. um, basically yeah. it's built in a, uh, the first thing I did was grab a giant flip chart paper and then drew a grid across the top, um, across the, I don't know, the, the top, I guess yeah. <laughs> it's like a tic-tac-toe <laughs> board. Um, the topics of the verticals, right? So it would be like design for this audience, um, this kind of thing. And then the, along the side are things like freebie seed product, uh, medium tier product, your high value product, keynote, like if you're doing presentations, keynote would be one of them. Yeah. Um, and then your core philosophy. So even in that particular space, you're probably not going to say the same exact things that somebody else might say. So like, right. you know, Jordan, you talk about systems, but you probably have a very, you know, specific framework for how you do things and this is what you believe about it. And so, um, what is that unique perspective? And I think just having that written out 
allows you to feel like you don't have to compete with that other person who's talking about the same exact topic because we're doing it in a different way. Um, and it's, if you do that grid, you've basically built yourself a funnel without even knowing it. Right. Secret. It's secret. Like all of these blog (laughs) topics that you've created content for all these Facebook posts that you've been answering questions for, all of that is part of this. It's part of the the system of what it is that you do. And it's it's refining um, the process for your, for yourself and your team. And that makes it so easy because it's, it's almost like you're working backwards from how everybody else explains funnels. Cause most people are like, you know, you already have kind of your products and stuff. Um, but it's talking about, okay, now looking at it from the visibility aspect of if I'm talking on a specific podcast, what funnel does it make sense for them to be in based on whatever it is that I'm talking about? And then, you know, kind of building it from there. Cause you might even see some gaps um, in your funnels or like, Oh, this freebie product is something that I need to, to move into, um, and then it can move into my bigger products, et cetera, et cetera. You're, I think you call them different tiers, but yeah, that can really help because so many people just go on and say the exact same thing on every podcast. And while that's great and that's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I feel like there are sometimes as a podcast avid listener, uh, I hear the same people and I just like skip over them Um, and I'm probably missing nuggets, but at the same time, you know, you're kind of wanting a fresh perspective and you know, why it is that I just talk about systems because a lot of people don't talk about systems on their podcasts. They talk about, you know, their strategies or their philosophies and that's wonderful. And I love all that stuff. And so I just wanted a place for people to say, this is how the back end of my business runs because that's very different from how most people go on their podcasts and talk. So I totally, totally support that. But even when you are going to talk about systems, there's like a bajillion things that you could talk about, right? And I think that's the beauty of the verticals. Like, you know, so much within the umbrella of systems and like each of those verticals kind of captures the different twist to the systems or whatever. Um, And for me, it's similar. One of the columns might be visibility and it's connected to funnels. I I don't necessarily talk about funnels, but it's one of the pieces of the puzzle. Um, and how I think heart-centered business owners should do their work because a lot of them feel like they're, you know, it, it feels icky to them to, to put themselves out there. And yeah. I don't think it needs to be that way. No, it does not. <laughs> what are um, some of your other clients that have tried kind of these verticals out, kind of just give examples of maybe product-based or like a digital product-based and then like service-based maybe? Yeah. So I have used it with, I'm trying to like, I'm really bad with things on the fly. Let's let's think about my clients. Um, I would say one of those people who has a, a photography business and she's created different kind of channels for her business. She, you know, having a photography business, she knows the business part and she knows the photography part. And so she talks about, you know, two pieces are the photography like skills part. Mm -hmm. And then the other part is like process systems, business, that kind of stuff. And it really helps her to say, okay, this blog post is this particular vertical. Mm -hmm. This one is this particular vertical this week. I haven't talked anything about this one. So let me go talk about this. So one of my clients uses, I think it's really ingenious, but like one week she'll talk about one particular type of content and then she'll do it. She has three verticals. So she just repeats just like, like goes to goes through the yeah. the, the verticals yeah. and then repeats them with, with new content but like repeats yeah. the, the right. system yeah yeah oh that's really great and that just like I love things that just take the guesswork out of 
just so everything. <laughs> I yeah. hate guesswork because it's, it's, you know, starting from a blank slate or starting from a blinking cursor. It's like, what am I going to talk about this week? Or yep. what am I going to write a blog post about or whatever, whatever. And so I like that this one is you can just like roll through the three and there's plenty to talk about in probably those three verticals. For sure. And then, you know, maybe six months on the line, you maybe want to switch up your verticals or add a new vertical in there. Um, and so is, is there a magic thing about the three having three verticals or there's not, I think the, most of the people that I've worked with typically have around three. Um, one person had five and it felt like it was a little too much, but she was a little bit further along in her business. So she had a lot of things to, to talk about. So I feel like if you're newer in your business, have fewer because you want to get known for that one thing, right? Like yeah what is that one word that you want to be known for? And for Jordan, it's systems. Like it's beautiful when you have that because the first thing that people think of is you when they think of systems. So it's a beautiful thing. One of the things that I, I think people get confused about is like you feel like you have to create all these products or all these like offers. And if, you, if it doesn't fit into one of the, the verticals and at one of the, the tiers, so to speak, it doesn't belong in your funnel. Right. Like, like, I mean, if you want to offer, that's cool, but it really doesn't serve you in the long run. If you don't have something that's, that makes sense for the the longevity and the sustainability of that product. Um, So as you create more content, so say for instance, you have three, three verticals and you write a blog post about the first vertical, you already have a seed product, which is like a tripwire product, right? right? You can always lead people to that part of the funnel and you can be making money on that. Even though you, you've already created that product a while ago, it's still applicable, right? This new content that you just wrote a blog post for gets streamlined straight to that. So I don't know. I think it, it doesn't have to be as complicated as people make it, make funnels out to be. Oh yeah. (laughs) And just generally speaking, people like to overcomplicate. I used to those people. Now I'm tired and like, (laughs) 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 <laughs> that's so funny but I think that systems are a beautiful way to do that and I feel like people overcomplicate systems as well yeah they do yeah, yeah. <laughs> try to do the most it is, yeah. it is what it is but I, and I like that also you know probably if it's outside the vertical but you're really passionate about talking about it that's when I'm just kind of like just go do a Facebook live about it and get it out of your system sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, you know, or it can be an idea for later next quarter or whatever else and set it down. And I think a lot of people ha- like ideas, people, they, they feel like all the ideas need to be implemented right now mm-hmm. in order for it to be like the best. And that necessarily isn't necessarily the best case for you and your business. And so I think, keeping it to those three verticals and having as many ideas and inspirations within those boundaries, but it's still flexible within the boundaries, which I think is really, really important. Yeah, totally. I think like if you go to the essentialism, right, like the discipline, the the discipline of like less and doing that, I think it gives you creativity within those boundaries. Yeah. And you don't have to be known, like if you're a photographer, you don't have to be known for like, doing graphic design or doing systems like you could talk about some of those things but that's not what you need to be known for or create like a ton of product around so get focused I think is the main point and if you're like a creative or if you're a visionary um, I think it's more important to get those pieces done than they are to 
expand, expand, expand. Um, and one of the things that is really helpful in terms of the, the grid that I was talking about, yeah. I think it's really cool to be able to have a check mark next to the, the, the box or in the box saying like, this tripwire is done or like this freebie is complete, like Boston done. Um, and it, for me, it's very gratifying because I need to have that visual indicator that I actually did something and it was completed. Um, and once it's completed, you can bring new people to it. So a hundred percent. So then with the three verticals, when you're looking for outreach Mm -hmm. and when you're looking for opportunities for that visibility part of it, Mm-hmm. Um, is there a, like a strategy behind that? Um, something people should look out for or keep in mind? Yeah. So say for instance, you have one and two kind of down pat, like things are locked and loaded and you feel good about it. Maybe you have a keynote written for both of them. You've done it a couple of times or you're trying things out. Let's say like you're trying to build out the third one. I have started to write the keynote first or do like a summit presentation for that particular topic first and say like, this is how I want to teach this content and then work backwards from there. That might not be the best solution for people, but that's how I've done it. Um, because if I had an hour to present on this particular topic, what would I want for people to know? And it's typically like, you know, the, the high level version of whatever it is that I'm talking about. Right. Um, so say for instance, we're talking about, I don't know, one of the topics that I talk cover is confidence and fear. And so like, I can't cover everything in an hour, but I can cover like high level pieces of that and say like, these are the pieces that I can pull out of that presentation and put it into a blog post. I can put it into a, I don't know, a specific um, podcast recording or, you know, talk about it on my podcast, whatever it is, um, do a Facebook live around. Um, so once you have an outline for it, I think it makes it easier to repurpose that content, to, to take the guesswork out and have a lot of fun, like creating the actual content for it. Yeah, no, I love that. And I think, yeah, especially with outreach and, and all that stuff, having, I think, and you can speak on your podcast as well, but I really like when people, if they're pitching me and they're cold, I really like when they have a specific system that they already have in mind versus totally. coming to me and being like, I want to talk to your podcast what system should I do? It's like, uh, uh, I can't. I yeah. <laughs> no, I totally agree with that. You know? to, to actually piggyback off of that, one of the things that I, that my philosophy in visibility is that you have to have your thing, right? This is why right. we're talking about these verticals to begin with. Right. And if you don't know your stuff, how is the, the host going to know what your stuff is supposed to be about, right? right? We have to be our own expert and say like, this is what I have to offer. How does it fit into what you're working on? Or right. I've taken a look at your podcast or I've taken a look at your conference. This is where I see the holes and I would love to be able to fill this gap for you. Yep. The best pitches are the ones that suggest the remedy before I even see that there is a need. Um, yeah. Do you find that to be true? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So. There's, yeah. And, and I, it's, you can also, and I guess this is a little bit of a rant, but you can also just tell if someone has listened to your podcast or not just by how they're pitching um, and stuff like that. And so again, it's taking, you know, the simple time to just listen to one of their podcast episodes and like, maybe there's a section that you really like, or there's like a main question that you're really excited to answer or stuff like that. And so again, I can see when people are like, oh, like these are basically the answers to all the questions that you ask all of your guests. And I'm like, oh, yay, that makes it really easy. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it's seen, having those verticals, I think will make it much easier for people to pitch themselves and be much more prepared in their pitches. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, yeah. people need to get better at pitching in general. And <laughs> 
<laughs> like, can we talk about that for a second? I mean, I think that as, as both of us being podcasters and just having a platform, I think it, you, there's a lot that I have learned and in terms of like both pitching and receiving pitches. And I think now that I have my verticals kind of down, it's so much easier to be able to say, here's what I have to offer rather than like, do you want me for this thing? Am I, am I good enough for this thing? Like that's not how you want to pitch. And like, you have to have confidence in your method, in your system, in your philosophy in order to kind of move forward and say, this is my jam. Right. Yes. 110%. Perfect. Uh, So we're going to get into the last couple questions. So uh, what was your best financial investment in business? Oh my goodness. Okay. So I think the best ones have always been people. So coaching, first and foremost, I am a coach and I believe firmly in like always having a coach for myself, um, both on my life side and on the business side, just having somebody to support me because we all need help. Right. Um, and also hiring my team. Like it has been a long journey to get here, but it's been such a important thing. Um, I, I know you have a team and probably listeners have teams too, but, um, without them, I really can't do much at all. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, oh, what am I supposed to do now? Um, <laughs> in terms of like non-financial sort of like investments, I would say that just time creating these relationships. I know Jordan, you're really good at this as well. And business relationships, friendships really fuel me and help me like not only receive things from them, but just to be able to pour into them gives me a lot of confidence. It gives me a lot of joy. Um, so if people are stuck at doing social glue, like go and do that. That's something that I talk about often and I'm such a huge advocate for. Totally. hundred percent. And then what was your worst financial investment in business? Um, I don't think I've ever had like a bad financial investment in my business. I mean, like I make like I take risks quite a bit and I'm game for the possible failure of it. But for me, I don't know. It's like, it's probably just how much I spent bootstrapping Mm -hmm. all of the things Mm -hmm. in the past two years we've been in business. And uh, now I have to go back to all of those things, run audits on like, what tools am I still spending money on and not using? Like webinar jam. I loved it for a while and I haven't used it in probably six months. And so I had to just recently cancel it. And like, what are you spending money on that? Like lots of money on that is not necessary for you anymore. And (laughs) so I I've used a lot of different systems and now I'm trying to move into, um, you know, a client management system that really is going to work for our business right now. Yeah. No, that's, that's so key. So many of those little monthly things that we don't know is, are just creeping on our wallet and yeah. Yeah. It's just like $10 here or $15 here or $50. And it's like, it's not a big deal as compared to like, you know, a couple hundred dollars that you invested on this course, but it's over time. It's a lot. (laughs) Totally, totally, totally. So I want people to find you. So where can people look online, website, Facebook, wherever you are? Yeah. So you can find me at rainandco.com slash verticals. I have a freebie for you so that you can see my Trello board. You can steal it, use it for yourself. Um, Come find us in the Heart Centered Biz Bosses group. It's, I I would say, like a really cozy place to hang out. Um, And we're always doing something fun in there. And me and all of the cheerleaders are just always trying to encourage people to, to come in and like find their, their internet home. Um, you can also find us on the creative empire podcast. 
Yes, yes, yes. And all those things will be in the show notes because I want y'all to find Mary Nash. She's super, super amazing, has tons to give. Um, and I'm, I'm a huge advocate just for her and the things that she's got Thanks. going on. So Ooh, right, well, can I share one, one yes. little thing? Sorry. Yeah. Another, it's not really like a system that I would necessarily talk about on the rest of your podcast, but one thing that has really helped is me um, working with bon- Bonjour Boxes and she sends all of my client gifts. Like we created, yeah, we created two curated boxes for my potential clients, not potential clients, but like clients who sign or like just friends. And when I sign a client or when I have something that I need to celebrate, I don't even worry about anything. I just send her a quick email and send a quick note. Bam, it's done. And then I get a text saying, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. (laughs) Yeah, it's the best. Oh, nice. I know. I've been looking for a couple different new things. So I'm going to have to hit that up. Allison's great. For sure. Yeah. I'll plug her in. So (laughs) thanks so much, Raina, for being on. I so, so appreciate it. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. to System Save Me. If you want to get the links to anything we talked about, go to systemsaveme.com. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you on the next episode.